And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, and uh, if you've caught the program over the past few weeks, we know we've been cruising around in the RV bunker, my wife, my son, and I, exploring Colorado. We spent a little over three weeks in Colorado. Very beautiful place. I love the mountains. But we have now just landed in Red River, New Mexico, a little bit south of the border. In fact, I'm parked right on the Red River. That Red River is going to eventually get to you guys in Texas. If you're listening in Texas, I'm just looking out the window, this clear beautiful water. I love it here. I absolutely love it. But today what I'm going to do is reach back across to Colorado. I want to bring a guest on that is in Colorado enjoying that beautiful state full time while investing where it makes sense. You've heard us say it. Live where you want, invest where it makes sense. So without further ado, I want to bring Kara onto the show. Kara, how are you today? I am great, Andy. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you very much for, for joining me. Now, I know you're a newer member. We're going to get to your background. I want to set the stage for the listeners so they know where you're coming from. If you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about where you were before, what you were doing career-wise, and, and what life looks like right now. Sure. Well, I, um, I'm a native Texan, so born and raised there, and uh, worked for a large uh, national home builder in sales and project management, and, uh, and then in late 2019, had the opportunity to uh, go after a promotion and relocate here to Denver, Colorado. So my husband and I thought, you know, no better time than the present for a new adventure. So we packed up our three young children and moved across a couple of states to Denver in February of 2020. And then we all know what happened just a few short weeks after that, and the world turned upside down and COVID really uh really changed things for us. So um, that, was a, that was a real adventure, and my, uh, my new job was very demanding. And as many of us know, you know, construction was still considered an essential business. And so we kept working uh, and plugging along, and so I was putting in really long hours, you know, 60-plus hours a week in addition to, you know, trying to run the home life. And, and uh, it, was, it was very challenging, and I was really – burning a candle at both ends and getting really burnt out. And, and, um, and so I was, I was thinking, you know, what, what's next? What am I going to do? Cause I can't keep this up, you know, forever, forever. Um, and, uh, and I really felt like I was missing out on a lot of things with my family because there was always so much work, you know, so much work to be done. And, uh, and so I was really lucky, you know, to have a, a friend that mentioned lifestyles unlimited and, and then, you know, just started, looking into that and, and doing research and asking around and, um, and, and the rest is history, I guess you can say. Now, are you still with that home builder or have you stepped away from that? I have stepped away. Um, unfortunately, not because I have replaced my income with real estate yet, although that, that is the eventual plan. Uh, but yes, in, in March of this year, in March of 2022, um, I made a decision to leave that home builder uh, so that I could uh, focus more on the family and on, you know, real estate investing full time. 
Yeah, very good. I mean, burning the candle at both ends with three young children. I have one, and I know how hard that can be. Uh, I can't imagine with with three and in a new location away from family. I don't, I don't know about you. I don't have any relatives near near me in Dallas to help us out with the kid. Are you essentially insulated there in, in Denver, Colorado with uh, you and your husband and your family? We are. We are. And, and, of course, moving here right before COVID hit, you know, really – I would say, prevented, you know, our ability to build that network and uh, develop, you know, those relationships and friendships that we probably would have, you know, more quickly had people been socializing and, and the world been kind of operating as usual. And yes, we left a huge network of family and friends, grandparents, aunts and uncles, uh, all of all of that back in, in Texas. And so it, you know, again, it, it just made things that much harder, you know, to not have those people to that village, you know, to help us with these wonderful, rambunctious children of ours. <laughs> Fill in the blank. I have a few choice words from from time to time. Um, so you're in Denver, and when did you hear about Lifestyles? When did you become a member? So I, I, was, I was having a phone conversation with one of my best friends who lives in Houston and, uh, you know, doing maybe a little bit of complaining about my current situation and, um, you know, just, again, how you know, how unsustainable it was. And, uh, and she mentioned another friend of ours that we went to high school with who is a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. And, uh, she, you know, she said, you know, you, you could look into this thing that, you know, our friend Amy is doing. I'm not really sure how legitimate it is. She said, it sounds kind of weird to me because my, my friend I was talking to is not involved in Lifestyles. But, um, but, but she said, you know, it sounds like something you know, that, that you might be interested in. And so I reached out to our mutual friend via Facebook and, and said, Hey, you know, tell me more about this Lifestyles Unlimited and is it real and <laughs> all of that. And, and she said, Oh yes, you know, it's, it's very real. And uh, she's got family, you know, that's involved in the, in the organization as well. And so, you know, they're, they're very bought in and, and big believers. And so it really helped me to have a personal you know, connection with with a real person, you know, that I knew before and outside of lifestyles uh, to 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 really make that that leap of faith, because otherwise I, I probably would have been skeptical for longer and taken longer, um, you know, to to make that commitment, you know, to join and to and to start becoming active. Um, but but even so, I, I did. I joined actually in the summer of 2021 and uh, did the did the the two day online um, down in my basement. I hired a babysitter <laughs> to come over <laughs> a few nights uh, over over the course of two weeks and and did that uh, class down in my basement, kind of hiding from my my children. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and I'm joined today by Kara. Kara, as we heard, is up in Denver, Colorado. Kara, I didn't quite get up to Denver. We, we turned left, headed west on 50, so we kind of split the state down the middle. Now we're down in Red River, New Mexico, and, and I thank you very much for coming on today. You and I chatted a little bit before the show, and I think you're a great example for a lot of people out there because there are so many people that hear the radio show, see our Facebook uh, page, maybe watch the case studies online even, but they're not quite ready to take that step, and I think it's important to get started and you just recently started so i think you're a very good uh, case study good example for folks that do need to take action and especially those folks that are out of state or away from some of the more favorable markets like you are so you're in your basement you're hiding from the kids 
you're doing that, what we call the two-day financial freedom seminar. Sounds like you were doing that in the evening over four days. That's an option as well. Tell us a little bit about that that session or those sessions and, and what some of your big takeaways were as you sat through those uh, through those uh, uh, seminars. Gosh, well, the the big, t- I mean, there were, there were so many and, you know, I could pull out my little workbook and, and all of my notes, but I think the, the, the long-term ones that have stuck are just the, the ideas and the ability to leverage uh, some investment that, that we already have uh, in, in, you know, equity in our current home and, you know, really that, uh, that the idea of um, having your, your money work for you and not having, you know, kind of lazy money sitting around because my husband and I have been pretty good savers uh, as far as the, you know, the traditional retirement vehicles and, um, and, you know, the, the personal homes that we have purchased and lived in, we've always done well, you know, when we've sold those and, um, but, you know, our money really wasn't working for us. I was, I felt like I was doing all of the work and the money was just sitting there on the couch, you know, with its feet propped up, you know, drinking a, drinking a cold beer. And so I thought, well, that's not really how, that's not really fair. You know, let's, let's do a a role reversal here and, and see what we can do to put this money to work so that I don't have to work quite so, quite so much. Yeah, good thinking. I like that phrase, lazy money. My money's sitting up drinking a beer when I should be doing that. And hey, when you're cruising exactly. around Red River, New Mexico, maybe now's the time. Hey, <laughs> so you sat through the two day and on the two day, day one, what do we talk about? Single family. And day two, we get into multifamily. You actually have jumped into both. You, you've done a single fa- or excuse me, a multifamily passive investment. And you're also in the process of renovating two single family houses. We'll get into those. I'm curious, what made you decide to do both multifamily? family and single family at the same time? Well, good question. So when I was doing the two-day down in the basement, I really, I was excited about both single family and multifamily, but realistically, I really didn't think that I would have the time to do even the the little bit of, of kind of upfront work that it took to get a single family home you know, to find it, to rehab it, and to get it rented into a, you know, into a cash flowing rental. Because I just didn't have any extra hours or minutes of my, of my days, nights, or weekends. And so I just thought, you know, single family is probably not really going to work for me. Passive is, is less effort, um, you know, on, on my side. So passive is, is really probably what's going to work. So I started taking the classes and a little bit of a, of a type B in me, you know, A plus student needed to take, you know, I wanted to do all the classes before I made any, any moves or any decisions, which in hindsight probably shouldn't, shouldn't have been quite so concerned about the classes and, and done them, you know, as I was also looking into investments and, you know, kind of alongside each other. But then in March, when I left my, uh, when I left my job, my W-2 job, it was the week before the expo in Houston. And so all of a sudden I had, I had much more time and I also had a need for some monthly income. And so in going to expo, I went there with a different focus than I had originally planned and started focusing on how to be a single family investor from Colorado and would that work in Colorado or would I need to look outside of, of you know, my, my market in order to find single family homes that, that would be, 
you know, the best investments for me. So, uh, so I, so since March, I have, per, I have, you know, gone into one multifamily investment passively that's located in Houston. And then I've also purchased the two single family homes that I'm in the process of rehabbing and fixing up uh, so they can be cash flowing rentals. And those are also uh, just outside of Houston. Yeah, very good. And I'll tell you, I asked the question, you know, years ago, my wife and I joined back in uh, 2012 in, in March, and it's been over a decade now, and we went squarely down the single family path. And, I, and quite frankly, I'm kicking myself a little bit for not having done what you did and, and done the, the multifamily parallel. We're now in multifamily as passives, and I'm loving it because, like you said, I, I don't have to have the lazy money out there sitting around doing nothing. I'm, I'm getting to be the lazy guy now, essentially, while it's working for me in, in sundry apartment investments, not to mention the single family houses. So you you found capital. You found capital that you could leverage. You thought you don't really have the time, but we're going to hear in a later segment more about those single family houses. So let's hold that on the back burner for now and how you figured out you can leverage other resources to take those down remotely. Great, great concept for a lot of people out there. Let's talk a little bit about that multifamily. What were your what were your criteria? How did you find this particular investment? Well, uh, I, you know, I really wanted to feel comfortable with it being my first multifamily investment. And and another reason, you know, I, I feel like at some point in the future, I might want to IRO or be a lead investor. And so I wanted to start learning and getting exposed to, um, you know, the, the communication to passive investors and, and really just what the operations of a multifamily investment looked like. So again, same friend <laughs> that originally told me about lifestyles, uh, happened to uh, be neighbors a few years ago with a couple that are lead investors uh, with lifestyles. And so as I, you know, continued to talk with her about, you know, kind of this transition and me getting more involved with the lifestyles network, she said, oh, well, you know, my old neighbors are, you know, they, they do the apartment thing is what she called it, the apartment thing with lifestyles. And uh, and so I, I got their name and reached out to them and exchanged a few emails. And then, you know, lo and behold, a couple of months later, they had a multifamily um, investment offering. And so I, you know, I, I had been looking at other deals as well, but I really liked the personal connection with uh, Corbin and Priscilla that, uh, that, that that investment offered. And so I thought, well, you know, no better no better place to start than with people that you know and 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 a market my, I went to high school in Houston my parents still live in Houston and so I'm I'm pretty comfortable with the the Houston market and and the location of this apartment complex and so I just felt like it was meant to be yeah it sounds like it that there's some there are many happy coincidences throughout the story that I'm hearing it, it's it's great that you got in touch with your friend who had the friend that was in lifestyles, Amy, and now you, your friend's neighbors. I mean, it's a small world, and, and it's great. You, you mm -hmm. have a unique set of connections there that you're leveraging. Not everybody has those, and we have ways of getting connected, even if you are remote. So if you're not in Kara's situation with all of these links and these connections out there, that is not a problem because we still do things virtually. We do things remotely. There are ways to get in touch. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. We went from 100% live to 100% virtual. 
And you know, the funny thing is, is that nobody wants to go back to work now that work from home, right? So now my members are like, well, Dell, we want to keep those virtual things open because now I know all the people in Miami and I know all the people in Chicago. I know all the people now know each other from all over the country because of these virtual events. The free workshop, How to Retire in Five Years or Less, is online. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, coming to you from Red River, New Mexico, looking at the river right now, looking at the beautiful pines that are climbing the side of the mountain, which I'm hoping to be doing here very soon when we're done speaking with Kara. Kara's my guest. She's in Denver, Colorado, and she just got started recently, summer of 2021, as a member at Lifestyles Unlimited, as we heard. And she's got a, a fascinating story, how she's gotten connected with the organization and how she got connected. We just heard about that with her first apartment investment. If you missed any part of the show, go to Lifestyles Unlimited. Dot com. Click on the radio button. These will be archived there. And if you are new to real estate investing, and if you are outside of one of our main markets or one of those Sunbelt states where it makes sense, for example, to be a, a single family investor, we're going to hear next how Kara has been investing in single family houses in markets that make sense from afar. Now, Kara, I teased at the end of the last segment, we want to talk about how you have been connecting remotely. And, and I got connected to you uh, by way of Tyler. And I had a, a show with Tyler a few weeks ago. He's the ambassador uh, also in Denver, Colorado, or around in that area. Can you tell us a little bit about how that ambassador program has helped you as you've gone through the, the process here? Absolutely. The The ambassador program has been really helpful. Uh, Tyler was one of the first people that I reached out to after I joined. Uh, and, and, I, and the first person that I met here locally that was involved with Lifestyles Unlimited. So he immediately started by inviting me to the monthly meetups and I started meeting other members. Uh, and so it's been a great opportunity to, to network and get to know other folks who are who are either currently doing the same thing that that I'm doing or are um, you know learning alongside me. Uh, and, and it's really exciting because I feel like our local group is is growing. And we're about to start seeing some some more activity out of the the local members here, uh, either as as lead investors, you know, putting together apartment deals, or as uh, you know, single family investors like myself, you know, who are looking to buy those single family homes. Probably not locally, <laughs> but uh, you know, um, you know, out of state. And uh, and again, it'll just be great to to compare notes and share experiences and lessons learned with each other. Yeah, we heard earlier you moved to, to Colorado just before COVID, and that really made it difficult for you guys to build just your personal network. Well, this ambassador and the program we have outside of our main markets, when I say main markets, that's where we're headquarters in Houston, Texas, right? We've got a brick and mortar office in Dallas and Central Texas in Phoenix. And as we grow, we have a lot of people that volunteer. Our ambassadors, they are volunteers, and they want to build that community so that you aren't alone, so that you can compare notes and you can get those, those leads. And hey, who's your vendor? Who are you using in Houston? And for your renovations and, and so on. And the ambassadors are throughout the state. So if you're catching the program in one of the other states, if you're in Portland, Oregon, we have ambassadors there, Seattle, Washington, California, just all over the place. So uh, you can send me an email, askandy at luinc.com. I can, I can can help you understand that a little bit better if you need to. Or, Kara, you mentioned the Expo. Uh, the Wealth and Passive Income Expo is going to be this February 2023, actually in Irving this year. It was in Houston last year. All the ambassadors come out for that as well. So if you want to meet them, that would be a good place to come as well well and there's more information on our website there 
Now you're doing single family. We heard about multifamily. You just put your money in, you wait for that quarterly distribution when those start to come in. Let's talk about single family because that's where a lot of people start. You found some capital. Not everybody has a lot, and that's a really, really good place to begin if you do need to build that capital. So you bought some houses. Not in Colorado, not a good market, I gather. Can you tell us is would you buy can you do can you do a single family in Colorado or is that just too too pricey? Well, right now I still feel like my my money, my capital goes a lot further in a market like Houston. So I probably could purchase something in Colorado, but it would be kind of a all my eggs in one basket for, you know, the same kind of returns. And so I would prefer to, you know, to to invest in a handful of homes instead of just one or two homes like I would have to do here in Colorado, plus things here that are affordable, um, you know, price-wise, are much older <laughs> than most of what we see in the Texas markets. And so, um, you know, we're talking about things that are built in the, you know, in the early part of the 20th century, which just presents a whole other set of challenges. And for the listener, not to say you can't do it, we have uh, one of our single family mentors out of Dallas has her, I can't remember now, 1908 house, I believe was the year. So th there are more experienced investors that are doing that. That might be the not be the thing for you if you're just starting out. So you said, hey, let's go to Houston. Tell us you're in Denver, Colorado. How did you find those single family houses? And what were your criteria? Maybe give us a little bit of a framework around those those purchases. Sure. So I connected with a couple of the Lifestyles Realtors at the Expo back in March, specifically Jennifer. I met her in person and had a great conversation and, and really felt like I clicked with her. And so I got on the email list and started seeing those, those email offerings, you know, come across my desk. And, uh, and so, you know, started looking at those and asking questions, um, you know, before I, before I tagged one. And and eventually, you know, was able to get one of the first tags on a property, and um, and then we just kind of went from there with inspections and, of course, more questions and uh, bids from vendors, and you know, one thing led to another, and we closed on it, and now we're trying to turn it around. And you are operating remotely. You're in Denver, Colorado. This house is in Houston. I think you did two down there or have two underway. Can you tell us now, since you are remote, how did you go about building the team to handle those renovations, to do that inspection you talked about, and so on? You know, I did it just like Lifestyles teaches us to. I uh, leveraged the vendor network and um, the mentors and the other members, you know, just asking for referrals, reading reviews, and, you know, picking up the phone and calling those, uh, you know, inspectors and general contractors and foundation companies. <laughs> and everyone has been really great to work with. Um, and I think that there's a lot of value in that, in that vendor network because they know that Lifestyles members talk to each other. And so if they do good work for one member, they're they're going to get referred and they're going to earn more business from other members and vice versa. You know, if they drop the ball and they, they let somebody down or leave them high and dry, word's probably going to get, a, get around about that too. And, uh, and then their, their business is going to suffer. So it, it was really great to be able to do that. And thank goodness for modern technology, phone and email are wonderful tools. 
Absolutely. Again, we're going back to that theme of network. We heard about how you built your, your initial network, how you found lifestyles through your extended connections. And now we're talking about the vendor side of things. Tell us a little bit about the renovations that you're doing on one or both of these houses and how you're staying on top of that through the process. Well, originally I thought that I wanted to do something not that big and not that involved. And then upon talking with a one of our, our mentors here in Lifestyle, she said, well, you know, to be honest, it's kind of almost the same amount of work, regardless of how big of a lift it is. So you might as well just take on a project and, and reap the, the rewards, you know, from an equity capture uh, of, of something a little bit bigger. So that gave me, you know, some reassurance and some confidence to take on uh, a bigger job. And, and both of these are, you know, pretty hefty, uh, hefty lifts. But I'm using um, the, the same general contractor for both homes. I did use two different foundation uh, companies to, to work on the foundations uh, for both and, and two different roofers, but I am using the same general contractor. And again, you know, just a lot of communication. Um, there's a lot of texting. A lot of them like to text. And so, um, you know, just following up with them appropriately, definitely not bugging them every single day uh, if, if it's not necessary, but, you know, making a check, making sure to check in you know, every few days and, and see how the progress is going, you know, either directly with the, the on-site supervisor or, you know, a member of their team or someone in, in their office. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have questions, you can email me at askandy at L-U-I-N-C dot com. If you missed any of the earlier show, you're going, you're going to want to check this out. I'm talking today with Kara. We've heard that she's gotten into a passive investment in an apartment community in Houston, Texas. She's done that remotely. And we're now talking about her two, her two single family projects that are underway also in Houston, Texas. She's doing these things remotely. If you're out of state or maybe you're even in Dallas and want to buy in Houston or San Antonio, you can do that. If you're in Dallas, want to buy in Chattanooga, great market. Check that one out. You can do these things remotely. And Kara, that's kind of what we've been getting into this last segment is how you have built that team and so on. I'm curious, um, once you get to the the stage and you're, you're rented out, you've, you're done with the renovations, do you plan to self-manage or will you put a property manager into place? I plan to self-manage. I will probably utilize a local uh, realtor or a property management company to help me find the residents initially and you know, hold a, you know, a couple of open houses or do a tour, um, you know, go through the, the lease with the new residents and, and get that all signed. Um, and typically, uh, realtors will, will charge, you know, one-time fee for that. But then after that, I anticipate man doing the ongoing management myself. Um, you know, hopefully there won't be a whole lot of, uh, of surprises because, I'm, I'm making pretty much everything new, just like Lifestyles teaches us to do. But, uh, but, but if things do come up, you know, I, I, I'm more than happy to pick up the phone or answer a text or an email and, you know, get a handyman out there or, you know, someone to service something if, if that's what needs to happen. And that's all it takes. That, that really is. I mean, I've been on the road for almost four weeks now, I think, mostly in Colorado. We haven't had to deal with a whole lot because, like you said, best product, best price. We go in and fix everything that could break in the next handful of years, and then we stay on top of maintenance as it may occur. 
and we have those connections so that we can do everything remotely. So yeah, if, give it a try. And if, if you decide that doesn't work out, well, plan B is to go to that property, property manager. Now, I'll tell you, I have a couple of houses near Houston, which are farther from Dallas, where my home base is. And, and I'm using, I, I used a leasing agent as well. Perfectly good thing to do. They're going to take care of that business, get that background, help you through the process. And speaking of process, I'm curious, have you looked through all the documents that we have in our single family uh, document library on the portal? Absolutely. And it, it's a wonderful, wonderful resource. There are, there are so many, there are so many documents you know, to, to choose from. And they, they've been a great help. I, I really like checklists and, you know, in any kind of list. And, and so I've, you know, I've been using those to make sure that I cover all my bases and am, am on the right track. And, you know, even spreadsheets uh, that, you know, that help me keep track of the financials. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. You know, if someone's already put in the, the time and the effort to, make this list or a spreadsheet then i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna use it yeah I'm, I'm actually in the library right now and there 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 are documents to help you at any any part of the process getting started right evaluate evaluating that property some spreadsheets like you mentioned due diligence right how to evaluate that property once we get it under contract rehab the list goes on i think my favorite document out there though and i've used this is the single family checklist nine pages so if you if you're like Kara, if you're like me and you like checklists, it's there. <laughs> you got everything you need. Um, uh, and and I'm curious. So we've got the checklist. We've got all these things for you out there. Um, once you get to leasing the property, I know there's screening criteria out there, examples that you might lean on. Um, how do you plan to approach? You mentioned using a leasing agent. Have you thought about things like screening criteria? What does my ideal client look like once I get to that point? I have thought about it, and I will probably go back and look at some of those documents to to look at some of the, the best practices and the do's and don'ts. You know, I know that's been discussed in you know various radio shows and case studies and things as well. And so, again, I I'm all about learning from other people's experiences. And uh, but I'm I'm still a few months out from that as far as my. Uh, my property is being ready to rent, so I have not invested a ton of time into, um, you know, deciding what what those criteria will be just yet. Yeah, but I think you have a great plan. Finding a local realtor to to help you through the process. Uh, talk obviously with your network of members. See who they've used. Uh, screening criteria on the tenant side hugely, hugely important. I think that's equally as important as doing your due diligence when you buy the property. Is doing your due diligence when you find somebody to put into that property. That will make your life a lot easier if you do that. If you do that right now, you used a word in there. You said case study. So are you attending the sundry case studies in our various markets online from where you sit in Denver? I am. I'm a, I'm an avid case study attender. <laughs> yeah. What goes on at a case study for the listener's sake? Sure. So case studies are, are um, times where lifestyles will host members who get up in front of the group and and you know, tell the details of their um, you know specific properties, whether it be a single-family home or a multifamily community, and they'll go through um, you know from start to finish how they found the properties, um, you know, kind of before and after, uh, any you know lessons learned, bumps in the road, you know, big successes, and uh, and so it's it's a great opportunity again to just see real life people. 
um, you know, in real numbers. And and it's wonderful how how transparent they are, um, you know. And, and they'll say, oh yeah, and this you know, this thing happened that we didn't anticipate, and so that cost us an extra, you know, X number of dollars. But you know, the good news is we were actually able to you know to rent it for an extra hundred dollars a month because of you know the the rental increases that the market sustained. So it's it's really valuable. Yeah, real people, real results, and that we have typically two single-family presenters on uh, on their projects. So like you said, you get to see the number. We're very open book, which is helpful. Even to me, somebody 10 years in, I, I, I go to these, I listen, I like to see what people are up to, and, and I get inspired. That, that helps me keep rolling, helps me keep going. And if you're looking to do the multifamily side of things, well, guess what? Who's presenting? Typically, that's going to be our lead investors. Occasionally, our passive investors will get up and talk as well. But Guess what? I want to know who those lead investors are. I want to know who I need to meet when I go to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo, if it's somebody from out of town. Now, you've mentioned the expo a few times. Uh, pardon me. Let me go back really quickly for the listener. If you want to learn more about the case studies, there is a website for that. It's LU, which stands for Lifestyles Unlimited, LUCaseStudy.com. You can see when we have those coming up, and you can register and attend those virtually. You can also follow us on Facebook and watch those there. Back to the expo, though, you've mentioned that a few times. First question, will you be coming to the one in Dallas next year? Absolutely. I have already booked my hotel room. Awesome. Hey, I look forward to meeting you there. We were really just meeting for the first time. So, hey, uh, we'll, we'll meet, shake hands, exchange some stories. Tell us, too, you, you told us you did a great example, uh, uh, telling of the, the case study. What happens at the expo? What are the big takeaways for you typically? So, again, the, the networking aspect is huge. Uh, you know, both from from a member standpoint with, uh, you know, if you're looking into the multifamily, either as a passive meeting lead investors uh, or vice versa, you know, lead investors meeting passive investors and, and helping the passives become comfortable with you as a, as a lead or an aspiring lead so that when you have a an offering, you have a, a big, big you know, list and book of people that want to invest with you. Uh, so I, I felt like that was very, very valuable. Um, but, but also just the, just the talk in the hallway amongst, amongst members, you know, at, at meal times and before and after the sessions. Uh, and then I thought the sessions were really helpful as well in meeting some of the preferred vendors and some of the longtime lifestyles you know, kind of superstars, whether they be, um, you know, super passives and how they've gotten to be as successful as they are, you know, the realtor network, um, some folks that are doing single family, you know, investments. It, it's just really, it's a, it's a whole smorgasbord of knowledge. It and is. And it's just, it's busy, busy, busy. Don't think you're going to have time to do anything else <laughs> except attend the expo during expo days and there is a lot of education right there's a lot of knowledge sharing but i but i think network from i heard that out of out of you out of, uh, you said that several times now and and that's the big thing especially for you as somebody that is remote this is a great opportunity thousands of investors in one place the vendors that you mentioned the lead investors the passive investors the single family investors everybody that you really need to talk to because network is hugely, hugely important. You joined in, in summer of 2021, but to go back to the start of COVID, which is when you guys moved to Denver, that was very important for us as investors as we 
tried to figure out what the heck was going on at that time in our in our lives. So great information. Again, for the listener, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a, a link there for that uh, for that event. So Kara, I look forward to meeting you at the expo. Um, I'm glad you got the trip booked already. Any, any, we got about 20, 30 seconds left. What's your, what's your long-term goal? What's the outlook? Gosh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm so excited about the opportunities that Lifestyles presents. You know, it's really given me an option and an education to, you know, to that long-term financial freedom, you know, and, and I can ramp up or scale back as I need to and complement to my personal, you know, family home life. And so it's very exciting to be able to invest in myself and have the confidence to invest in in myself, you know, instead of instead of my employer and and have my family and I reap all the gains and all the, you know, the benefit of, of those decisions and that hard work instead of having to share them with another yeah. company. You're taking control, financial freedom, using the network, all great things to close the show with. To the listener, remember, it's not the money. It's the Lifestyle Care. Thanks for joining us today. You have a great day. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.